Hey, what's up, world? I am Michelle Daniels, and this is Discovering You with Michelle Daniels. This podcast is designed to educate and empower anyone looking to discover their true identity, to discover their life's purpose, and to grow and develop from within and able to become the very best version of themselves. This is season two of Discovering You with Michelle Daniels. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to an all new episode of Discovering You with Michelle Daniels. I am your host, Michelle Daniels, and I am so excited that I get to start the week off with you guys. So happy Monday to you all. I hope you all are still out there just floating on a high from all of the love vibrations that were put out here this weekend. You know, love is such a beautiful thing in all areas, all arenas, and I love love. And so having said that, guys, let's just keep the love going. Love, again, is the highest vibration that we can operate through. And I believe that love above all things is worthy of being celebrated on a daily basis. So again, let's keep that going. And having said that, keep in mind that the February contest is still in the works. So we are still taking entries for those who actually are wanting to win some cash prizes. That is definitely out on the table. So all you have to do is email my team at discoverumd at gmail.com. Subscribe to the podcast, screenshot that, follow us on any of our socials, and boom, you qualify for an entry. Let's keep the love going and flowing throughout the month of February. And again, I am truly grateful for any and all who tune into this podcast every week and show it love. Thank you so much. I am looking forward to just spreading the love back to you guys as much as possible. Now, when it comes to the votes, you guys have really showed up to the polls. You have been really amazing with using your voice and sharing what it is that you want to hear. Thank you for doing that. It actually just leads me in the direction for you guys. And so you're talking, I'm listening. And having said that, I'm so excited about today's topic because you guys chose it. So let's go ahead and jump right on in to today's topic. So today's topic is public humiliation. And in this episode, I will be covering what happens mentally when you are faced with public humiliation, along with some tips on what you can do to overcome public humiliation. Because let's just face it, we all have experienced some level of humiliation in our lives. So we will talk about some tips on how you can overcome that along with affirmations to help you get through to the next chapter. And not only that, but 
in the midst of all of this, I will be sharing how you can find your own strength to overcome anything, any adversity or any level of public humiliation you've ever faced so that you can still go on to have a happy, healthy, successful and productive life. For starters, I'm sure many of us have witnessed others deal with public humiliation Most of the time, these are celebrities, those who have high-profile careers and high-profile personal lives. We've seen it on social media. We've seen it in entertainment blogs. We've seen it on television. Public humiliation sometimes can just be the worst for some of these people. But what do you do when it happens to you? What do you do when you're the one who's faced with public humiliation? What do you do when it impacts your life and your family, even your community? What do you do? Do you allow your emotions to determine how you handle a situation like that? Do you retaliate or do you just do nothing? What is it that you do? I believe everyone handles every type of situation differently. And so later on in this episode, I will be covering different options and different outcomes. And what I believe is most important is for you to choose the best outcome for your life, because the ultimate goal with this podcast is to equip you with tools so that you can overcome with grace and with class and in a sense to where we take the high road. I believe in learning how to overcome adversity with such a grace that you end up shining in the end and thriving on top. So we're definitely going to cover some more. However, I actually wanted to like just delve a little bit deeper into the definition of this thing. Let's dissect it for a second and kind of look at what people define public humiliation as. According to Wikipedia, public humiliation also known as public shaming, is a form of punishment that's used to dishonor or disgrace a person, usually happening in a public place or setting. According to Huffington Post, they go on to say that public humiliation is a form of bullying and unfortunately, in a very extreme type of situation, public humiliation can become illegal. So for my truth, unfortunately, I have dealt with lots of public humiliation in my personal life. Being a woman who has big goals and big dreams and somebody who executes her goals and goes after all that life offers, it's kind of inevitable, you know, I mean, you know, there's a lot of great things that come with my journey. There's a lot of great things that come with anyone who strives to be successful. However, it's important to understand that not all things are going to go just one way, you know, it kind of just comes with the territory. These are some of the things that are inevitable that are out of our control. You know, when you're on a mission and you have a huge assignment for your life, and you are out to help people and better people, I do believe that certain attacks come on you. And yes, I do believe that it's a spiritual thing. I do believe it's a spiritual thing first as a woman of faith. However, 
I have been through that um, even in my earlier years when I went through a lot of the abusive uh, cycle that I had to break over my life. I dealt with a lot of public humiliation. Um, and then even in my adult life, I've dealt with some public humiliation when it comes to past relationships, um, high profile relationships and partnerships and things of that nature. I have definitely dealt with it. And honestly, for me, you know, I'm not going to go into details on every story, but I will share some of the things that I had to experience and how I overcame it. And honestly, you know, it wasn't easy. You go through a wave of emotions anytime you've been faced with some type of public humiliation. There's definitely a wave of emotions that happens. I'm only human. And so, you know, as a human person and somebody who has a heart that's compassionate for people, it's a very painful feeling to have to be humiliated publicly, I will say. However, what I've learned from my personal self is when you have a heart that's for people and when you know that you do everything you can to have a pure heart in alignment with God and what he's created you to do and you're somebody who works really hard on integrity, whether people see it or not, I've learned that when you can just align with all the things that God has for you and you just outlive whatever came against you, God will vindicate you. He will give you joy and he will give you peace and he will he will vindicate you publicly and show other people that you're not what people tried to make you look like. You're not that person that you have a heart of gold and that most importantly, you belong to him and he is all about honoring us and he is all about sharing his grace and allowing us to realize that we were created with a purpose and that we are precious to him. And so every time there's somebody who's ever publicly humiliated me, God has publicly blessed me and he has publicly sent so many blessings my way to overcome those things. But most importantly, I had to get in alignment and get in position. And that really just took me actually trusting a higher power and realizing that I could take things into my own hands. But I'm a firm believer that when I invite God into my situation, he handles everything for me. <laughs> and I don't have to retaliate and I don't have to seek out revenge because he will protect me in the midst of that. And not only will he protect me, but he will restore me. And sometimes you just have to outlive it. You know, you just have to outlive the lies, outlive the shame and outlive the pain. And it's not always easy when you're faced with it. But I've learned that if I just keep on living and keep on doing what I know my heart is created to do, that in time I will experience the appreciation, the honor, and uh, the grace that I deserve, and I have. So that's a little bit of my story, and I hope that can inspire anybody who may be looking for that. But we are going to actually delve a little bit deeper into this thing because there are so many different situations and scenarios out there, and I want for any and all who has dealt with this to realize that you can overcome it. It's just another bump in the road, and you can outlive it. So let's outlive the public humiliation. Let's walk in integrity. Let's walk in love. And it's not an easy thing to do, but it's the most powerful thing that you can do.
In honor of Black History Month this month, I will be taking some time to share some stories about icons from our culture who have done some really amazing things in this world to pave the way and open up doors for us to experience a lot of the freedoms that we are experiencing today. So when it comes to this very unique woman, the United States Congress has called her the first lady of civil rights and even the mother of freedom movement. She is known for doing so many great things, which one of those becoming an international icon of resistance to racial segregation. She also went on with the civil rights movement to win a Nobel Peace Prize. This woman is none other than the incomparable Rosa Parks. Now, many of us know her story, but for those of you who don't, on December 1st, 1955 in Montgomery, Alabama, Parks was known for rejecting the bus driver's order to give up her seat in the colored section to a white passenger. Now, this story, you know, is obviously there's so many more details to it and things of that nature, but I want to keep it on the topic of public humiliation. Just imagine being in a position or in a situation where you're doing everything right, right? The best to your ability. It's not like she was sitting in a different colored section. She was sitting in her assigned section, doing the best that she can to obey the laws at that moment, probably had a long day. Her feet were probably hurting a little tired. Who knows what all she had to endure and experience. And she's doing everything she can the best to her ability. And then she's publicly humiliated by being barked at and ordered to get out of the section that was required for her to sit in to give it up to somebody else of a different race, a Caucasian race to be exact. So just imagine, just imagine what she may have been feeling, what she may have been going through and to be on a bus full of people, you know, that's, you know, easily 40, 50 people at that time. And she is being barked at to get out of a section that she was technically entitled to sit in and give it up to someone else of a different race, somebody who was considered by law superior at that time. So, you know, that's that's just a huge public embarrassment to have to deal with. And honestly, guys, I am just so grateful that those type of days are behind us. <laughs> I always say God knew which era to put me in. But what I do admire about Rosa Parks is her integrity and her the fight in her. You know, this is what I call fighting the good fight. I mean, she rejected. She, at that moment, she knew exactly who she was. She knew what she was created to be and do, and she was no longer going to take less. And of course, you know, in this situation, she fought back, but I believe that the way she fought back led to positivity. She fought a good fight because again, she ended up winning the, the Nobel uh, Peace Prize Awards. That's amazing. And not only that, but she is she is now an international icon to people all over the world because she took civil rights to the next level. She opened up so many doors and opportunities for other people to fight for their rights. And so she ended up living ultimately a good life and was known for doing a good thing because of that fight in her and because of her willingness to no longer be publicly shamed or publicly humiliated. She made a positive difference. 
So at the precious age of 92, Rosa Parks passed on, but she left behind such a great legacy, something to always be remembered and honored as an African-American woman and someone who truly honors my culture. It's just beautiful to remember the people who really fought hard for us to experience these types of freedoms. And so I'm going to leave you guys with a couple of quotes that she left behind By the way, she has left behind some amazing quotes. So if you ever have time and you want to just look that up, you can Google it and find some really amazing things that Rosa Parks had to say. So on this final note, I will say for the first quote she shared, as far back as I can remember, I knew there was something wrong with the way of life when people could be mistreated because of the color of their skin. She went on to say, I would like to be remembered as a person who wanted to be free so other people would also be free. I think that is amazing. And, you know, this is the perfect example that public humiliation does not feel good. But this is the story of a woman who took public humiliation and she allowed herself to find freedom. She took a public shaming situation and became free. Now that is the definition of power. Again, when it comes to public humiliation, not all situations are going to look the same. Again, we have different areas And just speaking on the Rosa Parks situation, although that was a great story, we have to look at the facts. Her situation was dealing with the law. It was dealing with other things. And she was able to use her fight and her power to change some of the laws and make a difference in the world, which is awesome. So I understand that may be on a larger level, but... What if you find yourself in a situation where it's not on that type of Rosa Parks level? Maybe it's just a personal situation amongst friends or in a church group or in a community group or an organization or on your job or in a relationship. There are so many different arenas and and areas where you can deal with public humiliation. So again, what do we do, right? What do you do when you are faced with public humiliation and your personal situation and it's not dealing with the law or dealing in a situation where you're able to, you know, change generations from it, right? But I understand you may be in a situation and you need to know what to do. So I'm going to share three tips with you guys that you can begin to put into practice if you need to today, because again, we all will experience some level of public humiliation in this lifetime. And if you haven't already, then it's inevitable. So you will at some point. However, what I think, again, is most important is not the fact that this is something that we have to go through as a part of life, but it's more so being prepared for when we do go through that so that you can actually successfully get through it, overcome it, and you can even win with that. So first things first, let's just remember if you're, if you find yourself in a situation where you're the victim of public humiliation, I just want you to know that it's never about you. You know, it may, the attack may seem like it is against you, but it's a lot bigger. It's a lot bigger than that situation. So how you handle that is everything. So tip number one, 
is it's so important to know your identity and what your intentions are pertaining to that situation. Whatever it may be, if you can identify who you are and you know who you are, you're able to stand for something. And even if you can only stand for just your identity and and even if you can only stand for who you are, at least you're standing for something. So it is so important to remember that you have to stand on who you are, but you have to know who you are. Because what happens, unfortunately, is when you don't know who you are, and you're put in a a situation where you're dealing with public humiliation, you could lose yourself in a situation as the victim if you don't know who you are. Same thing applies with the Rosa Parks situation. Even though that was dealing with laws and segregation, she knew who she was and that she stood for who she was. And that's what made a difference. And so it is so important to know who you are, to be in tune with your identity and also to know what your intentions were during that situation. Sometimes you can be publicly humiliated when in your heart you had all the best intentions and you need to see where you are when it comes to that. If in your heart you knew your intentions were the best to your ability and in your heart it was pure then I believe it's so important to trust that regardless trust that will work out in your life because I'm a firm believer and not only am I a believer but this was created by God through design that when your intentions are pure he has a way of working things out for you so you have to trust the higher power when it comes to your intentions especially when you know that your intentions were coming from a pure place that you meant the best in whatever that situation was and you did not intentionally mean any harm or ill there were no ill intentions in that case you know it will work out for you in the end now if your intentions are not pure I don't really know what to say about that that's going to be another topic on some a later date but this is specifically for those who know who they are and they knew that their intentions were good towards the situation that led to public humiliation. So that's tip number one. Now, tip number two would be to take a mindful approach to the situation and enable to do that. You do have to have a strong gift of discernment. It's so important, depending on what level of humiliation this is, you know, how you go at it, you know, you, I mean, we all have to approach things. And again, I'm a firm believer that you can't fix what you don't face However, it's so important to be mindful because you have to realize that you are in this situation and it's about you. So how you approach it is going to either work in your favor or it's going to work against you. Again, that's where mindfulness comes. So it's taking time to really think about this thing and to discern which is the best approach to take. Again, some people use retaliation, not saying that that's right or wrong, but that's not my choice. You know, again, everybody's different. Some people retaliate. Some people, you know, use other methods or whatever. I do the best I can to speak towards positive methods because I believe in positive focused goals and outcomes. I believe that's the way to go because I've experienced and I've seen through other people's experiences that 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 leads to a life of peace. And that's the ultimate goal. So just to be mindful, you know, think about how you want to approach it. And when you're thinking about it, think about yourself and everyone in the situation in hopes that if you are careful with the way that you approach it, that it will work out in your favor and that you will be able to redeem yourself and bounce back from that particular situation. Keep in mind that when you find yourself as a victim of public humiliation, that it's always best to play it cool 
cool, calm, and collected is always the way to go. It allows you to become mindful. It allows you to take time to really think about the situation and really think about what you desire as far as an outcome. Because remember, again, we actually carry the power to overcome any situation that we truly desire. And it doesn't matter what's set up against us or what comes against us. Nobody has the power to make you something that you're not. So it's so important to remember that. So sometimes you have to sit back, play it cool, stay calm, cool, and collected, and think about a mindful approach to the situation so that it can work out for your best in the end. Now, for the final tip, tip number three would be to seek counsel. I know sometimes the last thing you want to do is relive the situation over again to someone else. I get it. However, there are two types of people that I recommend speaking to in situations like this, where it can actually work towards your benefit. One would be somebody that you trust, that you completely trust with your information, somebody who knows the real you somebody who knows you almost better than you know yourself and would never ever use whatever this situation is against you. So that's one or two, someone like a therapist or whatever, who doesn't know you or the situation or anybody involved yet. They are trained and skilled in their arena to give you information that can help you to take a better approach to the situation or just give you the advice that you may need at that time so that you can better overcome the situation. So I recommend one or the other, you know, sometimes it's good to have somebody who knows who you really are, somebody who believes you regardless of what's going on to have that support goes a very long way. One thing I can honestly say is in the midst of all of the levels of public humiliation I've ever had to deal with in my past, I've always had at least one person that knew the real me, that trusted me, that knew me regardless and believed in me, that I was able to speak to and share my information with and get the support and the love that no matter what, they would always be there and that they believed in me. And we warred through it together. We fought through it together. We believed in better together. And I'm grateful to have that. That is a very priceless component that I have in my life and I'm very grateful for. So if you have that, take advantage. You know, it's it's a beautiful thing to experience. And again, I want us to keep in mind that even Solomon reminds us in Proverbs that a wise man seeks counsel. There's nothing wrong with seeking counsel. Sometimes you need somebody outside of the situation to look at the situation, kind of assess it and help you through it. Because oftentimes when we go through a troubling situation such as public humiliation and we're cloudy, sometimes we're not able to see the way that other people can see, especially somebody that you trust or somebody that is trusted in that area to really kind of help you. So it's it's just good to have that counsel. And not only that, but when you are seeking out wisdom and you are looking for counsel, that really helps you to to gain the wisdom that you need to really get you through the situation and get you your bounce back so that you can 
go on to to live your life and live your best life because I'm a firm believer that no level of public humiliation should ever be enough to stop your purpose in life, to stop you, to define your identity, to define who you are. Those are all powers that no public humiliation and no other human has the power to stop. So it's so important to know that and to own that most importantly so that you can live by that and experience the success that you truly deserve in your life you know the most beautiful thing about life is no matter what type of adversity we face no matter the level of shame or the level of pain or or the level of reaction even of others. The most beautiful thing about life is we were given another chance and another opportunity to to be redeemed, to bounce back, to live again, to love again, to share again. You know, this world can be very cruel. There can be a lot of cruel things in it. But I believe that we can be in this world and not be of the world that we can live in this world and we can still remember that the strongest people are soft, the strongest people are kind, and the strongest people are able to humble themselves when faced with scrutiny and public humiliation and things of that nature. And they're able to find a strategic way to overcome it and overcome it in a way where they can win with it. Now, that is the ultimate art of mastering public humiliation. And I speak to you about that from personal experience. It's not about it happening to you. I know, unfortunately, some people get caught up on just that. But my goal with this episode today is to help you to go beyond that, to not only overcome it, but to go beyond that, to know that there is so much more for you. And so I want to share this with you. For those of you who don't know, in every single adversity that you could ever face, including public humiliation, there is a lesson that can be learned in that situation. And there is a key that you can take to overcome and win with it. So it's all a matter of your mindset. If you can shift your mindset to not necessarily looking at what happened to you, but more so what can you get out of the situation? What can you learn? What can you gain from it? Even in the midst of the shame, even in the midst of the pain, you have the power to gain from that. So if you can figure out what it is that you can gain from the situation and you can take that, you can win with any level of adversity or any level of public humiliation that you could ever face. So I want to close this episode with a couple of affirmations. Again, affirmations are so powerful when you can speak it over your life and when you can begin to believe it. It is so important that what you believe is what ultimately matters. And so it doesn't matter what you have faced. It doesn't matter if you are still alive and you are still breathing past that particular incident that happened, that particular level of public humiliation, that makes it your past. 
that makes it your past and you are able to move on from that. So I want to leave you with a couple of affirmations as I close this episode. And I want you to just if you are somebody who's currently going through this situation and you're dealing with public humiliation, I believe these affirmations can encourage you and uplift you. And that's the goal. You know, sometimes you have to just speak it over yourself and speak it over your life and believe that better can come and that you will be able to bounce back and that you will be able to overcome it and win with it and move on to have a better future. So the first affirmation I'm going to share with you goes a little something like this. I am a better person because I have learned from my past. And again, I am a better person because I have learned from my past. It's so important to remember that no one is perfect. We're only human and sometimes we'll make mistakes and sometimes we end up being victimized. Either way it goes, you have the power to overcome you still there is still a future for your life. There are still good things for you. Public humiliation should never be a reason to stop what's in store for your future. You have a future that is so much greater and so much more powerful than any mistake that you could ever make. So it's so important to remember that and remember that you can learn through it and you can grow through it. Now, the final affirmation I want to leave with you goes like this. My mind is focused on creating a better future. Sometimes we have to make executive decisions over our lives. Sometimes we have to cut people out. Sometimes we have to edit (laughs) all of that stuff, whatever it is that you've got to do. But again, whatever situation that you're facing when it comes to public humiliation, remember the tips that we've gone over, remember the steps and remember that ultimately you hold the power that you can overcome it and that you can actually work towards a better future by any means necessary. So do what it takes to condition and position yourself so that you can thrive in an environment and in a situation that is conducive to your growth. So that's what it's all about when when it's said and done. Affirm to yourself daily if you have to until you overcome that situation and know that you were made for much, much more. Thank you guys once again so much for tuning in and vibing with me. It has been such a pleasure and a huge shout out to all the people who voted for this being a topic today. I hope that this episode is something that you can play back over and over to encourage you and uplift you should you ever face public humiliation again. Know that you are made for more, that you are capable of greatness and that no mistake or no level of being victimized is enough to stop you from doing great things or even stop you from living your very best life. Remember that the best is always ahead of you. If you can move from your past, you are heading in the right direction. Great things lie ahead. Stay encouraged, hold your head. Know that you are amazing no matter what and that you matter. So remember that, keep that at the forefront of your mind and keep pushing for a better way. Every day that you get is an opportunity to become better and to grow. And as long as you know that you're working on you to become the best you, 
you are right where you need to be. So keep up the great work. I've got something really exciting coming in the month of March and I'm really, really excited about it. So I'm trying to decide when the best day is to reveal it. Maybe next episode. I'm not sure. I got to check out everything. It is based on time sensitivity. So once I get a confirmation, then I will definitely be letting you guys know. So more greatness is in store. Keep the contest entries rolling so that you guys can get an opportunity at an awesome prize. And again, I just thank you guys for showing up and supporting. I'm so grateful. This has been another episode of Discovering You with Michelle Daniels. As always, I am your humbled host, Michelle Daniels, and I really look forward to seeing what topic you guys are going to vote for next week. So stay tuned for that and go be great. (laughs) So until next week, love, live and speak life, y'all. Thank you.